Hey guys, welcome back to another video. My name is Clay, if you didn't already know. Today, I want to tackle a question that's been asked for a long time, to be honest. It's a, a popular question in culture. It's the topic of many films, things like that. It's also a question I see discussed a lot on various groups. And I kind of feel like maybe it's a question that, that needs a nuanced answer. It's not a simple thing to answer. So I want to dive in that today. And the question is, can men and women just be friends? So I have to admit, um, I've had a certain opinion about this topic for a while. And as I started researching, so I, I started doing quite a bit of research. There's a lot of you know, studies on this topic. I'll go into a few of them today. There's lots of articles written on this topic. So I was kind of doing my research. And it's funny, my mind was kind of changed in a way based on the research that I found. I was quite surprised. The reality is it's a really hard question to answer. And I think there's a number of reasons for this. The first and most obvious reason why it's difficult to answer is that I think different people have different definitions of the word friend. So can men and women be just friends? A lot of people will say, yes, they can be. Uh, other people will be like, no, definitely not. I think both those sides are wrong, to be honest. I think it's somewhere in the middle, and I have some subtleties to my answer. But the reality is, the first thing you have to figure out is, what is a friend? What are we talking about here? I think it's a hard question because for me, I've always had a slightly different definition of what a friend means, I've noticed, than many other people, especially other men. I think for a lot of people, a friend, if, if that just means you know, somebody that you hang out with, somebody that you maybe do an activity with, somebody that you do sports with, somebody that you, you know, like share a hobby or something like that, I think it's an obvious answer. Yes, men and women can be friends if that's your definition of friends. If you have a more robust definition of friendship, kind of like I do, which would be, no, I want to see like a deep level of understanding, emotional intimacy, acceptance, trust in this relationship. That's a real friend to me. And if that's your definition of friend, the answer to the question, can men and women be just friends, I think is a little more complicated to answer. So I'm going to get into that today. So as I've talked a lot about on this channel, I have traditionally had a hard time finding the types of relationships that I really crave, I guess, especially out of men. In general, I would say I find men much more emotionally closed off than women and much less willing to be emotionally vulnerable, I guess. So traditionally speaking, I think I have had an easier time being friends with women than I have with men. I think it's just that women are obviously just more naturally open, more in touch with things like emotions, that they're okay with vulnerability. It doesn't really rub with their stereotype. They, they don't have to worry that if they open up or they're emotionally vulnerable, it doesn't really mess with their identity of being a woman. Whereas with men, I think, it obviously does rub on that a bit. Um, if men are open, vulnerable, they have really close relationships with other men, it does kind of, yeah, there's a bit of friction with the stereotype, right? Which is men are like independent and men are strong and they don't need anybody and men aren't emotional, men don't cry, like all these types of things. However, relationships with women bring their own suite of problems. Um, the biggest thing is jealousy type issues with their boyfriend, their spouse, whatever. I find that if I'm friends with a woman and then as they got boyfriends, you know, they, as they got married, 
those relationships naturally kind of went away. And even if I tried to maintain it, it's, it's just the nature of, you know, being married that a lot of guys don't like their wives being friends with other men. Um, or, or not even that. There's, might be all, there's all these unwritten rules, right, about relationships and what's appropriate. So I think traditionally I've been quite confused and almost hurt by that because it means that a lot of my friends kind of go away at times. But then at the same time, with men, the people that I'm you know, supposed to be friends with and allowed to be friends with, I've had a hard time with those relationships. What I've really noticed from this research is it talks a lot about men are like X, women are like Y. I more often fit into the stereotype of the woman in a lot of these research studies. So that's a little, that's a little weird. That's a little perplexing to me. I kind of wonder actually, so I talk a lot about INFJ personality on this channel. This particular video isn't really about personality, but I would be curious to know if other INFJ men, you know, thing about INFJ men is it's, it's, well, it's already one of the most rare personalities, I guess. They say, you know, a lot of people argue about that. Uh, and then they say that INFJ men are even more rare than women. So it could be 1% or even less uh, for an INFJ man. So I, I can't help but wonder if other INFJ men experience these same issues that I'm talking about here. Um, maybe you can leave a comment if you're an INFJ man. Do you resonate more with what women are going through in these studies, or are you more like the stereotypical man, I guess? The problem that I feel like this has created in my life is that I often feel like I just don't really fit in with either group, men or women. The reason why is that Men often, you know, like going out with the boys, drinking, um, you know, don't really talk about things. It's more about like joking around and any kind of physical affection. You know, it's like a side hug. It's never like an emotional hug, right? Um, you know, anything that involves physical touch is usually surrounding like a sport or an activity. I think a lot of it comes down to men having this slight homophobia and they don't want to appear gay, I think. Heterosexual men, obviously. Which is, which is so whack, in my opinion, because for me, a lot of these things that I just would feel are innately about my nature, I wouldn't really assign a feminine or masculine quality to it. It sort of seems just like being a human being. And your sexual preference really has nothing to do with, you know, whether you can talk about your emotions, for example. But it seems like most men, that's the, the root of that problem, is that it's kind of this, if there's any kind of like emotional sharing, vulnerability, or even affection of any kind, it's almost confused as like, yeah, it's like homophobic, I guess. It's really the best description. And this could be why, I think, I've had a lot of people wonder if I'm gay, especially on, on the internet. Because, you know, in my real life, I probably don't open up quite this much just to the average person, right? But on here, I seem to get pretty deep about this stuff. And I've had quite a few people, you know, wonder if I'm gay, accuse me if I'm gay. Because for whatever reason, uh, I, I can't answer this question. For some, whatever reason, and if you're gay, you are good at this stuff. And if you're straight, you're not. So... 
I kind of reject that personally. You can be straight and, you know, be, you know, value emotional vulnerability. Of course, you can be gay and value emotional vulnerability. Of course, you can be gay and also be bad at emotional vulnerability. But for whatever reason, there is that stereotype that exists. So I think in general, there is a clear trend with men that they have a hard time seeking out emotional support. And I think a lot of this comes from when we're children. We're sort of taught that, like, you know, be a man, don't cry. You know, sensitivities are for wimps. Sort of this general attitude that vulnerability is not being a man, right? Whereas on the flip side, women from a very young age are almost encouraged to be nurturers. They're, they're encouraged to share their feelings, their emotions. It's not considered taboo for women to get really close emotionally, you know, like, Two women can cuddle on a couch almost. They can hold hands. They can tell each other they love each other. And it doesn't threaten their identity as a woman or their femininity. But if men do that, guaranteed um, it would threaten many men's masculinity. So I really relate to this. I think as a kid, as a child, I was extremely sensitive as a kid. I would cry really easy. I was really shy, um, and I think because of that, I got quite insecure about it, and I was really embarrassed. And like, because you know, everybody would kind of make fun of the kid that would cry, right? Get his feelings hurt, and then run behind the tree over there and cry. And from a very young age, I was really embarrassed about that, and I had a very strong desire to kind of put a lid on that, right? Bottle my emotions. So all this is really interesting, especially considering um, from looking at the research, men in general are kind of doing worse off emotionally than women. And in, in a way, they almost could use more emotional support. Like, so for example, Journal of National Medical Association found that those with insufficient perceived social support were more likely to suffer from mental health issues you know, like anxiety and depression. So I guess that's the first thing. If you have less support, you are naturally more prone to depression and anxiety. So another study says that women in general prefer fewer but closer same-sex relationships, friendships, I should say. And men in general, according to this study, prefer more friends but less intimate and close. So in general, with other men, other heterosexual men, I should say, I'm mainly really talking about heterosexual men here. In general, most heterosexual men want less emotional support from their same-sex friendships. However, this study also pointed out that men now, they need this emotional support, so where do they get it? When they have uh, a romantic relationship, all of that energy kind of gets poured into that relationship instead. So this makes sense because men don't seem to feel safe being vulnerable with other men. So it makes sense that they would, you know, find that vulnerability with women. However, this is creating its own type of problem. And this is, I think, where the root of the problem lies. Is that women, it seems like, in general, have a lot of emotional support in their lives. And there's other studies related to that, that women don't expect their romantic partner to be their sole source of emotional support. Women in general seem to have a few close friends that they can kind of spread that emotional support around. 
a bit. However, men, because they don't have this support with other men in general, and of course, these are all general terms. Specifically, there might be men with very good relationships. But because men in general have less emotional sharing with their male relationships, they now really need it out of their, their partner. So I came upon this article in Bazaar magazine. And it was an interesting article. I guess it went pretty viral and it kind of invoked a lot of feeling in women, right? This article was basically expressing the frustration of a lot of women that they are expected to be the sole source of emotional support for their male partners. You know, their best friends, his counselor. It's kind of like they're expected to be this guy's everything. And it almost becomes a bit of a mothering type relationship. That's kind of the vibe I get. So in general, I guess, women are more likely to work on themselves, read self-help type books and situations. And this is the kind of thing that completely does not equate for me because I'm obsessed with that kind of stuff. I'm obsessed with, you know, personality and self-reflection and discovering my strengths and weaknesses and working on those things. But I guess in general, because most men are closed off and they're not really striving to seek these things out themselves, it almost becomes like the woman's job to kind of dig it out of them and sort of extract that info. They might, the woman might see some kind of emotional behavior or weird behavior in going on in this man that you know, they're in a relationship with. And now it's their responsibility to identify that problem and then kind of try to draw that problem out. So I guess there's an actual condition related to this where men are, their inability to put their emotions into words. And it can be quite frustrating for their partners. I'll put it up on the screen because I might pronounce it wrong. It's interesting because I feel like this is exactly what I went through in my marriage, except it, the roles and the genders were flipped. I was the one always trying to counsel her, extract her feelings, make sense of the emotions, trying to encourage vulnerability. And so that's why this is quite fascinating to me is because literally the, the, the roles are just reversed. But there was a British study and it found that 5% of men in this study or men surveyed, only 5% of men seek out some kind of mental health, you know, help like therapy or something like that. On top of that, 2.5 million men they found in Britain admitted to having zero close friends. Another interesting thing from that study was um, sort of some special circumstances that black men go through. And obviously this is something I know nothing about, I'm not black. However, from this study, it sounds like, okay, so heterosexual men experience all these issues, and that seems obvious. But now you take black men, and I guess there's some extra cultural issues in that culture that, that make it even harder, I guess. And so, you know, you mix racism and things like that into that mix, and it sounds like black men are having an even harder time than, you know, a non-minority and I think all this comes out. Men have much higher suicide rates than women. I think three times the suicide rate of women. Much more anxiety, much more prone to depression. In general, it just seems like men aren't doing very well, is what it seems like. So I read this other article from Slate, which brought up some other studies and some information. And one thing that was interesting about that source of info is they kind of identified this isn't necessarily just a man problem. See, it's easy to look at this problem and be like, well, men need to like get their acts together, right? The reality is, is that men are facing 
a bit of an uphill battle here. They are fighting a culture that wants them to be a certain way. And it's not just coming from other men. It's coming from women as well. It's coming from culture. And culture has these clear rules of what men are supposed to be like and women are supposed to be like. And I am focusing more on men here. It's probably because I am a man. Obviously, there's all kinds of issues that women go through according to culture as well. But I think a lot of times, there's always a lot of focus on that with a lot of the movements that are going on. But I think a lot of times, these men issues, they're kind of um, forgotten about or ignored, to be honest. So there's this quote I want to read here. And it, it talks about patriarchy which I think is interesting because I think traditionally I have associated that word with sort of an attack on men itself. And I think through my research over time, I've realized it's not. It is this systemic issue that goes throughout culture, men and women. So Gilligan and Snyder said this, a couple researchers, patriarchy harms both men and women by forcing men to act as if they don't have or need relationships and women to act as if they don't have or need a self. And so this is kind of illustrated in the way that men and women are treated when they're young, boys and girls. I guess in general, girls are encouraged to be givers. This is what they say. Almost like give themselves up to help other people. And men are, it's almost the opposite. It's like you are self-reliant, you are strong, you are the provider. So this other researcher, Judy Chu, she had this interesting study that basically noticed, I'm just going to read it, they noticed that as boys grew up, they became less authentic, more indirect, less attentive, and slowly replaced relational presence with relational pretense and posturing. And she also studied boys as they went sort of out of adolescence and into you know, through their teenage years and through high school. And she noticed how boys' relationships changed and they basically seem to almost disintegrate as they go through high school. They almost start out in a natural state. Boys might even say that they, they love their friend. And there's a, a sense of emotional closeness. And as high school goes on, it's almost like the gender norms take hold, the stereotypes take hold, and those relationships become more and more distant. And she was the one that actually relates a lot of this back to this sense of homophobia that's sort of built into men. And uh, it's interesting. Uh, I don't want to call my dad out, but I was, was hanging out with my family recently. And I know my parents, they watch these videos. So, I, you know, I love my dad. But he said, made this comment about how, you know, we as men need to get in touch with our feminine side. And I understood the, the motive behind it, but I had to call it out because... This is what I said. I said, what you're describing there is not feminine. These qualities that we have decided are masculine and feminine have nothing to do with masculine and feminine. These are human traits. Men have been taught to repress them, and women have been taught to kind of encourage them and sort of hold them out for all to see. But men have those same things as well, and that is not a feminine trait. It is a human trait. So an article I saw in Huffington Post uh, had some more research and this is really interesting because it basically suggested that maybe it's possible that men may need even more emotional support than women. And baby boys are more susceptible um, to these emotional issues than even women. 
So I'm going to read a couple of these. Like, for example, uh, baby boy brains are actually more fragile than baby girls' brains. Research has shown that boys have a higher cortisol levels, uh, which is a stress hormone, after a traumatic birth where they were separated from their mothers or caregivers. Boys also have you know, this disadvantage at the start of life because in general, it's, uh, they say that boys, baby boys are nurtured a little less than girls. Girls are, you know, held closer, cuddled more. Um, their emotions are validated more than boys. And a lot of times boys are kind of taught to like, you know, keep it together. You know, big boys don't cry. You know, like, it's, it's, it's amazing when you actually start to think about it. I think that unintentionally people deeply berate this into boys from a very young age. And I find all of this fascinating because I also have a son. So I have a three-year-old son. I have a nine-year-old daughter and a three-year-old son. And my nine-year-old daughter, I have always been extremely affectionate with her. And when I had a son, I just naturally, I just did the same thing. So I, he's a really sweet, caring little boy. And I cuddle him like just as hard so I think what's vitally important, especially for young boys, from what I've you know, read here, is that we need to encourage their emotions, not shut them down. So, you know, little kids have temper tantrums and they have actual, emo they're just emotionally distraught about certain things. And I think the tendency as a parent is to just discipline them for it. So they're having this emotional outburst. You know, I've been asking myself lately, like, how can I validate his emotions while also not letting him get away with bad behavior. So I don't want that, but I don't want to invalidate his feelings. He feels hurt here. He feels like something's not fair, you know, maybe something with his sister. It's just something that I'm really thinking about lately. How can I encourage his emotions? I don't want him to bottle those emotions like culture teaches a man to do. So another really interesting study I want to talk about, and it was with respect to how women see men based on their sexual preference. So they did this study, and what they found was is that women were much less suspicious, I guess you could say, of gay men compared to straight men. With straight men, there's a lot more boundaries that go up. Uh, they're a lot more closed off, and they, it comes down to women in general are, they're not sure about this man's sexual intentions. So they don't want to get hit on. They, they, they can't really trust that this man is just trying to be a friend, for example. They assume there's a, some sexual motivation behind it. But with a gay man, obviously all that goes away. And what they found was women much more open and less boundaries with gay men. This probably explains a lot of the troubles that I've gone through because I try to befriend women, and I, th I definitely notice when I come up against this, it's like I am immediately categorized as this like sexual male that can't have a friendship. So coming back to the original question, can men and women be just friends? Let's do a quick summary of the problem here. Men appear to be more emotionally closed off. That seems obvious. Men appear to be less likely to use other men as a source of emotional support. Men seem more likely to treat their partner as their main emotional support. Sort of put all their eggs in one basket. So here is the issue. Given all that, I would say if your average heterosexual male 
does get into a friendship with a woman, a real friendship where there's actual closeness, emotional sharing, vulnerability, acceptance, understanding, all these things, I think there's a very real chance, given this research, that, that the man will have a hard time with that and will, might naturally interpret this as a romantic situation or the start of a romantic situation. And this sort of goes back to that whole friend zone thing. Women befriend men thinking they're just friends. The man is confused because he doesn't get this level of emotional sharing in a normal relationship. So now he gets confused and thinks there's some romantic stuff going on here. So all this to say, with this friendship question, I think it's very likely for a woman to consider a friendship just a friendship and a man to consider that more than a friendship. All right, so coming back to the answer to the question, can men and women be just friends? I really think it comes down to the idea that I presented in my five pillars of relationship video. So let's say you have a romantic relationship. You've got these five pillars. Let's say you're very strong in all of these things. You've got a great romantic relationship, five out of five. If you have a five out of five relationship and then now you go make a friend on the side, I really don't think that that friendship, even if it's an opposite sex friend, it doesn't really threaten your main relationship because your main relationship is so strong um, that it would be hard to really break that down, right? However, I think if you have a very weak romantic relationship, let's say you're one out of five, two out of five on these pillars, and then you go along and have this opposite sex friend, and it actually turns into a real friendship. I personally feel that that is a bit of a dangerous situation. I think one of two scenarios can happen. If you have this friend, obviously you value friendship. So you might actually take what you've learned from this friend and bring it back to your romantic relationship and then work on that relationship and try to build it and fix the problems to kind of plug the holes. However, there's also the other risk that this friendship becomes so much closer that now it becomes more important than your romantic relationship. And what could likely happen is something now can happen with this friend and it actually just turns into its own romantic thing or there's some kind of a fling going on here. And then the other relationship obviously breaks down, which I think could be a negative or a positive really. So that's why it's still really hard to answer that question. If your intention is to fix your main romantic relationship, or if you think that you can fix it, then yeah, having this friendship, I think is probably a bad idea. I think I can confidently say that. However, if it's almost like, let's say you're in an unhealthy, almost abusive relationship, then maybe that friendship is the exact thing you need to kind of give your head a shake to realize that you're in this abusive relationship. So to summarize, yes, the answer to that question is it depends, really. And I think that sometimes it's completely fine and other times it's probably inappropriate. And I, I think it's funny that a lot of people try to answer that question with a hard yes or a hard no. And the, the answer really is you can't really answer that question. It depends on the man. Is this man one of these like typical men that you know, interpret any kind of emotional vulnerability as romantic feelings, that guy is probably gonna have a really hard time being friends with a woman. 
Um, but what happens if you have a different type of man who, you know, craves friendships as well as romantic relationships and understands that this woman is just a friend? Um, you might have a situation where they recognize each other as a good emotional support, but, you know, their life circumstances, maybe they're not physically attracted to each other. Um, they could never be romantic partners, but maybe they make great friends. So I think it would be a shame to say, no, men and women can't be just friends, because I, th I think the idea is ridiculous, personally. I think men and women can be great friends if it's the right man and the right woman. The wrong man and the wrong woman probably will have an affair. So thank you for checking out the video. I hope you got something out of it. Leave me an audio question if you have any questions about this. I'll put the link in the description below. It's basically where you can go leave me an audio question, and then I can include that on a future video. Um, so I also am uploading these videos as a podcast now. Check the link to that below. I have three links depending on what podcast platform you use. Also, one more note, um, my podcast links were kind of broken there for maybe half a week. Sorry about that. I think all the old podcasts weren't working. I fixed that up now and should be good to go. But yeah, leave me a comment. I'd be curious to know what people think about all this stuff. I think it's a hard question to answer, but this is sort of the best answer that I have given the information that I have discovered. So anyways, guys, have a great day, and I wish you best with your relationships.